Hmm. Women. Some of us wish to be with women. Some of us wish to be women. Well, A or B, women have played an exceptionally important role in one's life. But looking at the lives that women are living, looking at the things that they are going through. I mean, just look at South Africa alone as it is. It is the rape capital of the world. What does that mean for women? Does that mean that South African women are more likely to get raped than get paid as much as a man does? Hmm. 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 Boozy, don't stop thinking, man. When I get up on a Monday and I take out a boozy, I go hopping on his spot to get a mess out on his pillow. Talk philosophy, the state of the economy. And I know that they go be covered cause we never give up. But then I'm trying to rip you out, you're beating down for God. So I know boozy's got you covered cause it covers it all. Now put your feet up in the air, grab you a sip and enjoy. Cause this is Boozy's pillow talk. This is Boozy's pillow talk. This is This is Muzi's Pillow Talk. Please tell me your secrets. Rango, oh, Nino, Nino, Nino. My saga keeps moving like a rolling stone. For you to be able to understand who Muzi is. I think it is a little bit important, ah, a little bit, does that make sense? Uh-uh, overthinking. I think for you guys to, yeah, get a gist of who Muzi really is, it, I believe it's only appropriate for us to constantly refer back to my background so you can understand certain things so that you're not left wondering how, but why, but no, you know, I, yeah, I'm trying to avoid that. I don't want to get really deep into it but i practically like majority of my friends are females and i don't know if i could say i'm tired of being asked why is okar or your friends are female like at this point it doesn't even like the question doesn't even face me anymore like i don't even think i've got the energy to answer the question like I don't know. I, does it bother me still? No. Did it bother me? Not really. I just got tired of ask, of people asking me why are your friends females or why this, why that, why don't I ever? You are ah, boring. So, you know, to just cut to the chase, the reason that was, well, that is, is because growing up, I was bullied at school. And who would bully me? The boys would bully me. And who would protect me? The girls would protect me. And so, who would I obviously be comfortable playing with or spending my time with? The girls, because they never bullied me. They, in fact, loved me. They they just loved being around me. I love being around them. And then, when the boys would show up, you know, um, let me not even say show up. I was just, you know, I was... <laughs> Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm, I, th- I think this podcast is also going to be a chance for us to heal because now I'm, I feel like I am going to be touching base with repressed memories because now 
I just thought of a certain encounter <laughs> at school. And I didn't think about it since that day. So, just one story, just to give you an example of what the fuck I went through. So, <laughs> was it grade four? Was it grade five? It was grade five. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't grade grade six. Yes, grade five, grade six. So now, <laughs> no, 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 grade six. Yes, grade six. So now, yeah, grade five, grade six. Yeah, grade five, grade six. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about grade five, grade six. So now we were reading this book. No, no, it wasn't a book. It was a story about a frog. Why do I remember this? <laughs> the the parody. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as you're reading the story, the teacher steps out and he's like, "No, guys, continue reading. I'm coming back." <laughs> So yo, and I think why, why was bullying in primary so vile? And I think it's even. I hope it's not worse. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we're kids. So when the teacher steps out, we're not gonna fucking continue reading. We're gonna fucking play around. I mean, we were in grade five, grade six. So obviously, at that age we don't really give a fuck about what the teacher says or you know like we really don't care and come on it's that age so as we're reading so he steps out and then i think we read for like two two lines two lines and then one of my i won't mention his name no 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 I, you know, I, I, I won't blame him. You know, I don't. Why am hey? Why am I speaking for a bully? Uh uh. No 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 no. Not me. Not me trying to say I don't wanna uh, name and shame. In fact, we're supposed to be named now that we've got our platforms. It's I think it's time for us to name and shame these fucking bullies, and maybe let's ruin their lives. <laughs> but <laughs> no. I think we can only do that if it was intense. You know, th- the story is funny enough. You know, it's laughable. <laughs> so, as, yeah, read one, two lines, and then he stands up and says, Yo, Mbuzi is a paraiki. A paraiki. Is it a paraiki or is it a Araki or a paraiki. Whatever the fuck it is, a frog. He called me a frog in Afrikaans. Yo, I and then everyone laughed and then the jokes started flowing. Yay, paraiki, paraiki. And I'm like, no. And, and and this was the last period, and you know how excited everyone gets last period. So I think it was like even like five minutes left. So the, the jokes just kept flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing. I shame the bell rang and it was time to leave and everyone left and I was left there with my book still on my table and I cried I'm like I'm not a paraiki <laughs> but that's just one of the things I went through so 
Now, how do you play with someone that calls you a fucking paraiki, man? Obviously, you're not going to want to play with them. And they, because in the things they put me through, the things they said to me, the things they would, it was just horrible. But it's funny because I can't say we were friends, but like, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. They, they would bully me, but then if they would want someone to play with, they would play with me. But then at the same time, they would sometimes want to hang around with me because I'd make them laugh and we'd make each other laugh. And then one minute they are... I'm now the joke and then now we moved from all laughing together to all laughing at me it was bad it was horrible it was confusing but we made it so anyway back to the story or back to what I was saying that's why um I ended up having female friends and funny enough um these friends that I have we met a lot of them when I was in grade one or when we were in grade one and we're still friends today. Amazing friends. And my circle is extremely small. I mean, extremely small. By that, I mean, and when I mean my circle, I don't mean just like, like one circle. I refer to my circle as all the circles that if something was to happen to me they would either know what happened to me they would know where i where i would be or just you know people that know me like no 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 me and as much as some of them i wouldn't say they are my friends some i wouldn't say they are my acquaintances but my circle come on guys you know come on i mean yeah obviously you know there's a friend and there's an acquaintance and there's a, come on my circle my my circle boozy circle okay so these people um majority of them are females and i think i sort of like got used to and much more comfortable being with females because that's all i had around me and even worse at home um my twin and I are the only boys in the family of three. And this is just like a family of, in the family of five. And when I say family of five, I'm, I'm excluding my parents. So I have three sisters and a brother. Um, my aunt has um, twins as well, boys. And we were the first generation of boys in a very long time. So it, you, you can just imagine the three girls and my uncle was the only boy and then you have my mom you have my aunt already that little um circle of siblings one boy two girls you come look at my mom's kids two boys three girls you look at my uncle's um kids two girls you know i could i could go on forever so all I'm surrounded by was females and it just so happened that I found comfort in them and they understood me better and you know what I stopped feeling bad about it I stopped feeling different about it you know what right now I really don't give a fuck because all we care about is where the money resides and if the money and if what is happening where you are is not where the money is residing we are not going to be residing there <laughs> with that in mind i think i can say i have got a very particular perspective on 
women and let me not even say women females i don't want to just limit it to older older females i want it like to like to include all the females inside i i believe i've got very interesting perspectives and like i said because a lot of my failed um friends are females and the closest 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 friends of mine are females all female so if i would be going out i'd be going out with females and guys the things i see and man this one needs a drink yeah baba yeah Yeah, sorry um the things i see the things i i i witness ah it's horrible it's horrible and i don't think i need to sit here and explain what women go through on a daily we're not going to do that but this past weekend actually something i can't say something interesting i I encountered something interesting but i witnessed a situation that i don't know man i don't know how i feel about it because then now let me spell it out for you or rather um paint the picture for you so you had this one guy so we, we were all at like groove so it's one long table and sharing the table are my sister's colleagues now there's a bit of a situation it's not really a situation but this is how um the table is designed you have there are specific there are three people i want us to look at within i think like but we was it 10 or 11 of us yeah that big number i just i just wanted to look at three people there was this one guy who is in a, who is in a relationship now i couldn't quite get the story you know properly because i was you know just listening to their conversation so obviously i'd be eavesdropping you know asking so you mean like it, 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 it was hella messy i didn't wanna <laughs> you know pry this guy was in a relationship with this girl or rather this woman now they all bear in mind they all work together there was a third well like why third no third person yes second woman there was a second woman in the picture and it was said that she has been trying to get the guy she has been trying to get his attention blah 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 and occasionally they tend to flirt so it's basically giving a love triangle i don't think that's something that is uncommon but yeah you had your your love triangle now i didn't know that there was a love triangle so this is how i found out that there was sort of like a love triangle going on so now the guy's um girl went to went to the car when she went to go sleep i think (laughs) i think i might have to I don't know. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I think I might be I might need to cut that part out because then 
if they are listening hey and what if hey i don't wanna hey what if i be i expose hey i don't wanna be hey the hey, yeah, 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 no but does she know apparently she knows it's messy guys if this part is included in the final cut ha then then just know that <laughs> i'm hoping they don't listen to this so she went to go she, she went to the car to go sleep um number three um appears out of nowhere and it seemed as though like they were only draining us then so it was it was late it was like after eight fine okay hi man i start seeing them cuddling and all of them i'm like whoa, 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 whoa are you not with i'm like hey okay maybe i'm just i've just had one too many you know let me <laughs> I okay no I see them they are they are listen they are going in like everyone is okay like with this happening I'm like okay fine whoa that's crazy that's crazy because these people work together these people are friends these people are in the same group it's it was hella messy and I'm like guys I don't know maybe I don't know this also brings about my perspective on love or just the idea of love i didn't grow up in a home that necessarily displayed love and when i say displayed i don't mean towards me i mean both my seeing my parents in a lovey-dovey situation no i've never what <laughs> no i've never you know seen no I, I i i i don't know love in 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 a romantic sense and the idea that i have of love is just abusive talks it's just not good for the soul man so i've sort of created my own idea of what love is and one thing i can promise you is that it does not involve the torture of the woman i am engaged with and this can be in any form whether i mean if i mean it can be different if she one of her kinks are like um hey you you you, you know these kinks you know we're not gonna kink shame but more um you know slapping and choking you know <clears throat> if she likes that that's different but i just what I'm basically trying to say is that my idea, my perspective, my picture of love has nothing to do with abuse. Just anything that would bring down one's um, self-esteem. And come on, guys. We know cheating and all these things bring brings down the self-esteem. So my idea is not around, is not centered around that. Obviously, I was like, hey, okay. But either way, it's not my first time. And the you know the night went on and yeah it was i was shocked but not really shocked but shocked because i was like it's wild like but this is not the first time i see it happening within that circle so i'm like is is it a pattern or is it a thing that happens with a lot of like female groups but then i thought about it and i'm like okay but i've spent my entire life around females who are not no woman i mean as much as it, it, it can be odd hearing this from a man but come on come on 
if you can if we can sit down and have 10 random questions about women i'm sure i can score a good eight out of ten so i know the something a woman would like and something a woman would not like so i just it's unfortunate that the society we live in has allowed women i can't even say allowed women but it's it's led women or for like for a lack of a better expression it has led women to find themselves in such in such situations it wasn't something that necessarily shocked me but that is what we are going to be speaking about today and the question is what type of love do you think black women or women of color deserve let's get into it and we are back now like i said we are going to be growing by the week so i will be introducing new segments as we go and if you guys think there is a segment you guys ah ah, ah score if there's a segment or sa ah 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 well let's take a deep breath <laughs> if there is a segment you think would be appropriate for this podcast please let's engage on the socials you know how how big I am on socials because it allows me to interact with you guys lifetime so yeah um but yeah there will be a central point for us to have that you know communication especially on the Spotify platform as well as social media now the first segment I'd like to introduce to you guys is Odipinion. Now, Odipinion is a combination of two words. Audiences, opinions. So, in this segment, I will be listening to voice notes and or reading messages from you guys, from the audience about the topic and sort of like get your perspective before we dive deep into what I have to say about all of this. So, um, I asked the question, what type of love do you think black women or women of color deserve? And these are the, these were the responses from you guys. So Anonymous says, black women deserve love that honors and cherishes their individuality, embraces their diverse experiences and, and affirms their humanity. They deserve a love that recognizes their worth, supports their growth, empowers them to thrive in all aspects of life. And that love must come from black men. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So forgot to mention in this segment, I will you will not be hearing anything from my side. All you'll be hearing is messages from you guys. And 
I'm obviously just going to take a minute to process what you guys are saying because I will be reading these messages and listening to these messages for the first time as we are recording so I can get a authentic answer or response or deep dive or whatever. Let's listen to a voice note. So when it comes to the conversation about what type of love do black women deserve, I firmly believe that black women deserve love that is soft and love that is nurturing in all ways possible because i feel like especially with with women right because they go through um a lot of like hormonal imbalances sometimes we're seen as um dramatic or you're overreacting or you're nagging or you're clingy sometimes all we want is to be hyped sometimes it's just to have intimate moments with your partner that doesn't have to be like sexual things just being there you know just being there and that's why I get it I feel like women black women to be specific deserve love that is soft and love that is nurturing in all in all ways whether it be physically mentally spiritually like let us grow in love you know and I believe that love is about being chosen so choose me and choose me the right way do you matter yeah man this is the point of the matter let's get one thing straight black the the type of love that i think black women or women of color deserve more than anything is a love that loves them for centuries women of color have gone through so much that within the community and when i say the community i don't want to just box it into um <clears throat> the black community i mean the community of people of color they have always been put in positions that i think it's fair enough to say dehumanized them i mean okay fine let's look at um apartheid during apartheid what was happening hmm? white was supposed to be separated from black but then the white men would rape black women and then when the baby comes out mixed the baby's a demon what is the baby's a demon the baby has to now be hidden or like it's it's it, it's a whole facade and it was a thing it was a thing and what do you as a listener think a woman who was in such a predicament would have felt dehumanized obviously i mean i don't think i need to explain th- um the extent of that level of intensity that situation might have brought into that woman's life or those women's lives and this can be seen even in i mean in slavery and then what happens now when um the child is i mean in south africa we call them colored but mixed they would obviously be treated in a certain way now with that in mind let's think about what generational trauma does and can we keeping um what women black women or women of color went through what do you think trauma does to a human being over time? If one thing can do this thing to this one person, now imagine another person that's gone through the same thing and they're in the same space or they exist within the same community. Does that not 
create a certain something, a certain ideology, a certain a certain perspective. Now, what I'm trying to get at is given our generation that decides to or rather has decided to look at everything differently does that not also mean we can redefine the type of love black women deserve i mean okay fine right now we're in the age of sexual liberation which means that a lot of a lot of people out there are exploring with their sexuality they're doing this they're doing that which is great because you know again going back to history that was something that was not really a thing it was it, it wasn't practiced i mean even, even though it wasn't even though it was practiced i mean come on you know you got sex dungeons and you got pleasure houses and you got this and that it, you know sex has been a thing and it has con- controlled the lives of many in, in in various ways but um that like se- like celebrating it without even it being a thing anymore i mean right now sex is looked at totally different i mean as much as yeah sex sells and sex improves but in this era that we're in it is looked at from a certain perspective back to the question are we not allowed to redefine the meaning of black love are we not tired of the typical black love story the typical black household the typical expectation of a single mother a teen single black mother are we not tired of that story and i am a firm believer of the fact that this is something that stems back to all these things that have happened to black women and their sexual liberation I feel as though sometimes does not come from a place of yeah I just want to experiment but a place of this is what I know this is how I have known things being done and this is not me don't get me wrong this is not me trying to shame women that have multiple partners in fact I sub now nah, I say a woman must not have one boyfriend or you know one partner obviously you know marriage is a different thing but i believe in that i also believe in women dating money solely for the uh, for the sole purpose of getting money i believe in all of that but that's different you know if you know i mean that as, as, as much as we can also you know try and um relate the two women having sex with men for money with it stemming back from generational trauma and when i say generational trauma again i don't mean from the family like i said we're looking at the broader picture and all of that could have simply been avoided if women were given the love that they deserve guys black women women of color go through the most If you could sit down and observe the life of a woman of color and a woman that is not of color, their struggles are totally different. And then now we even go deeper and say a woman of color that is from like a township for example. 
now even worse but where are the men who think that a woman is only deserving of a love that gives her his undivided attention and by that i mean simply a love that is exclusive come on guys i feel like we've lost exclusivity especially in this age in this age of <clears throat> excuse me um date these dating sites come on come on i think i think we've lost exclusivity and again guys this is not me trying to say um i don't think women um i'm a woman that have multiple partners others no 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 i'm just saying that excuse me what would happen if every man stepped up and loved that woman for who she was and not to just you know check off you know another bitch on the list or you know just you know to you know to have something you know to tell the boys you know about what happened over the weekend no and i don't know why i'm suddenly having a hard time having to articulate the thought and i also don't think you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm afraid of saying certain things but it's also making me think if i was to have to sit down and design the type of woman i want i would love to bear my children i wouldn't necessarily know necessarily know what to say or what to include on in that list because like i said women of color go through so much and what if the standards that i have set for my future lover is beyond who she is or the expectations i have go way past the idea of the type of love that she might deserve and you know what in my mind for me a perfect life would be minimum 12 kids living in a house maybe like on a mountain with easy access to everything and the only person in that fucking house that works is i i don't know i just i believe that a woman should be given the freedom to do whatever the fuck she wants to do if she feels like she doesn't want to work today then she's not supposed to be working guys women go through a lot Yo, the yo basadi badi bona jo like it's crazy it's oh it's yo it's great bro i mean wait some wait we wait i even feel like periods is just it's just surface level shit that they go through bro i mean imagine being a human being that fucking excretes a hum- another human being i know that was a wrong word to use but imagine just being hey ah, your body being designed like ah, but the point of today's conversation really is to shed light on the thought of what type
type of love do women of color deserve? What do you think about that? I want, I, I, I want us to look at our parents. I want us to look at our friends, our colleagues, our peers, just women on social media, just... And think about this question. Think about the life, the lives that they may have possibly gone through or the traumas that like just whatever just whatever it is that you can think of and try to answer that question what type of love do you think black women deserve i know i can give you my answer i think women of color deserve a love that does not make them feel inferior insecure unloved come on I don't want to say that a woman's role is to give birth, but listen, she is the closest thing to the creator. Like, what type of love do you think black women deserve? And I feel like I could be giving in so much, but at the same time, I want to respect the idea. It's, I wouldn't blame one for thinking, you know, no, this conversation might have been redundant or this episode might have been redundant it's okay but i want it to be known to the females to the women out there to know that there are men that purposefully think about treating another woman with love with respect that she deserves with the care that she deserves like i said we are going to get better at this and i really do want to urge you guys to engage with me so i can be able to get information from you guys so i can add on to the perspectives that i had or the perspectives that i have a lot of the times i don't ooh, why am i saying a lot of the times but i think i i i, I don't want to have these these converse, these type of conversations with women no 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 because then it the opinions may come across as biased but with men i want to know Again, I don't really have a lot of male friends to have these type of conversations about, to have, yeah, to have these conversations with. So I, 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 I can easily say that I do not have the average perspective, the, 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 the perspective of the average man. You know, because I, 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 I've seen this, I've seen this really, I, I don't want to go off topic, but I've seen this with the male friends I've had. I have, when they say one, two, three, four, five, I say, but... 110, 120, 130 and they're like bro what the fuck <laughs> you know so I really I love having these conversations with other men especially black men so I can so I can get it and then so that we can fucking find a solution and maybe treat our woman better you know like I said I grew up in an abusive home so I don't it it scares me that my female friends are likely to fucking experience that my sisters it scares like it scares me but the only thing that can save us is creating platforms for these conversations to be had that is why Mbuzi's fucking pillow talk exists man what a throat parching conversation wow i hope you had a i hope you have a drink please i hope you have something to drink 
lubricate that throat, hydrate thyself. Mm. So, this next segment is called Huirala Wetsalang, <laughs> which basically translates to what's popping, what's happening. This segment we will be just a debriefing with something that's been on my mind you know i don't know maybe something that interests me um maybe um my favorite movie this week um your favorite song you know what's happening what's popping what's popping on my side the idol now i know i know of you know, I, I i i social media is going nuts over the show but I see it. I see what he's trying to do. I, I see what Abel is trying to do. You know, you know. I, I see it. I really, I see it. Really, I do. I see it. Do I think it could be better? Not really. Not really. I know. I get it. You know, it's, it's something new. It's, it's really something new. I mean, yeah. I like it. I I really am looking forward to see you know Lore Kofel like I I really I want to see. I'm mean, come on you know is like what's going to happen with Jocelyn, bro? But I like it. I I'm a fan. 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 I am a fan. Who's this pillow talk is a social commentary podcast that comes out every Monday morning at 9 a.m. UTC. To be a part of the conversation, you can simply engage with me at Mbuzi's Pillow Talk on every social media platform. Leave your comments, drop your thoughts, leave your voice notes. Who knows? Maybe you could be our next guest. This has been Mbuzi's Pillow Talk. <laughs>